Tutto è santo, tutto è santo, tutto è santo. Non c'è niente di naturale nella natura, ragazzo mio. Tientilo bene in mente. Friday and lunch break, my friends. This is DJ Socialize bringing you the long lunch break, a two-hour midday pause with some musical fresh air where I and other BFF.FM DJs uh, pair songs with San Francisco locations and feels on BFF.FM, which is best frequencies forever. So grab your food and your headphones and let's enjoy some lunchtime. So uh, this is DJ Socialize. I started Long Lunch Break, and it's now become this communal, uh, wonderful 
thing that I had honestly nothing to do with it becoming communal and wonderful. That is all uh, station owner, manager, queen, uh, Cosmic Amanda's doing. And it's been such an absolute gift to hear the show each week and hear how each of my uh, DJ neighbors take the the theme of the show and run with it and um, to all you DJs who have done long lunch break who are tuning in or listening to the archive thank you thank you thank you thank you this has been when the year got crazy busy and I couldn't do it every week knowing that I got to keep going that people got to play with the form and um, make it even better than it was before so I'm super grateful a special shout out to Cosmic Amanda, a special shout out to Soldier who really championed the enthusiasm and force behind it. Um, just really grateful for all of you and especially you too. So a couple things I want to say before we jump on into today's theme. Did you know that this coming Tuesday is not just my birthday? It's also Giving Tuesday. That is the one day a year where every single nonprofit you've ever contributed to or maybe signed up for a newsletter reaches out to remind you that now's a really good time to make those year-end donations but since we're talking on black friday i'm gonna say use those shopping dollars to support bff.fm so head on over which you're already here to bff.fm but do a little backslash donate and uh, throw some dollars at this wonderful radio station that provides incredible content seven days a week with amazing people who volunteer their time and give of their money to be able to make this beautiful thing happen. Um, and on next Tuesday, Giving Tuesday, uh, BFF is having a party at the radio station. Go to their Facebook page to find out more details. Come celebrate. Check out the studio. Check out the secret alley. It is a magical place to be. And while you're there, bring a little cash. Throw it in a jar. If they don't have a jar out, just walk straight up to Amanda, put cash into her hand, and say, thank you for everything you're doing. You're amazing. I think she'll really appreciate it. So um, I'm super excited for today. I'm going to bring the entire socialized family into the studio. They are currently hanging out in the secret alley, uh, waiting in anticipation to all cram in here. Um, and it's going to get very warm in the studio and uh, very giggly. My family makes me laugh pretty damn hard. So um, we had kind of done a theme of like holidays with the family. It kind of disintegrated into everyone just picking their favorite songs, but it's going to be a really good time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to introduce you all to my family. Uh, for those of you who tuned in September of last year when I had my sister on this show, she's back. We're going to hear from her first and, uh, it's going to be a really great time. I am super pumped, uh, a little nervous, but mostly, uh, mostly excited. I'm not as nervous as they are. They're a little more nervous, but it's going to be good, guys. I'm looking at them through the window, and my mom is having a good laugh about it. All right, so we're going to start up with my sister's first pick, and it's called Someone to Keep Us Warm by the Silent Years. I'm going to go get my family and bring them on into the studio. Enjoy. Everybody needs a jumpstart because batteries can die. It happens all the time. Especially when the sun is on the planet's other side The blind leading the blind The wait is over when it's here We all can go to sleep We all need to find someone
stack selflessly We're throwing personal possessions From clothing down to rags Don't let them burn your flag The wait is over now What do we do?
armies of emotion The world to find But while the earth sings to its grave You sing to the sky a chance of misinterpretation so let your hips do the talking
You are listening to The Long Lunch Break on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. I'm your host, DJ Socialize, and today I have the entire Socialize family crammed into the little studio, and my sister is buzzing (laughs) with excitement already because we were just listening to her songs. But before we jump into that, I'm going to have everyone go around and say a quick hello into the microphone before I focus in on specific family members. So uh, first up is my sister. Hello, everyone. Happy Black Friday. (laughs) Shop your dreams away. So this is a this is this is Tori Socialize, the Socialize family. Next up. Hey, I'm Alex. This is Alex. Alex Socialize. My boy. As uh, as Tori's boyfriend, true of uh, ni- <laughs> of nine years, nearly yeah yeah nearly December fourteenth. Hey, it's coming up. It's coming. Uh, and then next up is the matriarch of the socialized clan. Hello, everyone. This is Lisa. That's the mama. That that's our mom. Mama, <laughs> mom, and the woman who made all of us love music so much. Next up, patriarch. Hello, BFF world. <laughs> so that's my stepfather who has like the most amazing radio voice. Um, we're actually not going to hear from him. I have him. a face for radio. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> you're, you're a very good looking man, sir. And then lastly. Hi, I'm, I'm stuck here with these people. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my ever uh, optimistic Ray of Sunshine boyfriend, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, hi, darling. Hello. You got to get close to the mic, babe. Hello. There we go. There we go. All right. So Please help him. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's uh, sipping his beer. He's feeling good about life. He's ready to get out that door, though. He's like at the door like a dog who needs to go outside for a pee. He's ready to escape <laughs> or take a crap. Is that what you're going to say? I'm trapped. You're trapped. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, this is this is my family. This is the socialized clan. You're going to get to know them over the next uh, hour, 40 minutes. So Aaron, Kevin, Lisa, mm. mom, stepdad, boyfriend, get out of here. Bye-bye. Your, your, time, Bye-bye. your time will come, but it's not right See now. Go later. Go eat burritos in the secret alley. Ooh, yes. Just, just FYI, Cosmic Amanda, they are eating food not in the studio. We are uh, minding the rules partially because my sister's boyfriend, Alex, who like, honestly, can I just call you my brother? Because you've yeah. been around for like almost a decade and it feels really weird to just say like my sister's brother when you're like basically. My sister's brother. Wait, no, I don't My sister's boyfriend. <laughs> Brother-in-law I would take. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Brother in like common law. I mean, y'all have been living together for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Five years. But anyways, Alex is so much more than just some random boyfriend. He is like a member of the family and he's very important. And a fun fact about Tori and Alex is they have the same, I'm guessing, this is a guess, uh, Enneagram personality types is the people who've started this radio station. So Cosmic Amanda, who's the station uh, owner and manager, is a seven like my sister is. Tori has no idea what that means. You have a burp. You have a burp. You got a burp. Okay. And then Alex has the same personality as station engineer Forrest. And so Alex was reading the rules on the walls and making sure that Aaron did not place his beer on top of the turntable cabinet. (laughs) Just looking out out for the studio. Yeah, he's just looking out for the studio. I told him the rules about the headphones that Forrest puts at the bottom of all the emails to the DJs, which I feel Mm -hmm. like you'd appreciate, Alex. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how do you two feel being in the studio? Pretty hype. Yeah, you're hype. Yeah, you stoked. Excited. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, it's good to have yeah, you back. It's nice. I like the studio. I like the secret alley. Yeah, I like the treehouse. 
Yeah. You were up there posing. I was up there. Yeah. Strata yeah. stuff. We got yeah. a lot of good photos for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Alex, do you feel like you resonate with the title Instagram boyfriend? No. Uh, no. Okay. No. No, I don't. I don't make him take photos of me that often, actually. Yeah. You just pose and do it like a sel- good selfie game. Yeah. Sometimes. Or that once in a while, like maybe once a day, I'll be like, hey, could you do this? And he he does it. But he's like, you're only getting one. So you've got like a maximum number of photos you'll take. I'm yeah. here to support with limits. Yeah. <laughs> here to support with, with boundaries. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. That sounds very healthy, Alex. <laughs> I think so. It's it's what you want in your, you know, for yeah. your sister's partner. Um, <laughs> so Tori, will you walk us through uh, the set of songs that we just heard? Because they were your picks for today. Yes. Okay. So they're not my favorite songs yeah sorry about that intro being inaccurate continue there's there are some people (laughs) um like mom and kevin i think their songs are probably their top three favorites but um my songs the silent year song um the kings of convenience song as well as the jose gonzalez and featuring the book song um all three of those just remind me of winter feeling cozy and um but the I'd Rather Dance With You by Kings of Convenience, that one really reminds me of my family because we would dance to that song. And if you haven't seen the music video, I would check it out. It's fun. Uh, the main singer dances really funky. Yeah. You know, it's funny. So um, so I know when I say the Enneagram, it doesn't mean a whole lot to you. You kind of give me like a blank look. <laughs> but... Um, But I've done a couple episodes on my friend's show on BFF about the Enneagram. And that's actually a song I picked out for your personality type. Oh, no way. Yeah. So the fact that you picked it out, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tori's like being her best enthusiast self. Yeah. I'm pretty enthusiastic. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, I probably should read more about my Enneagram. Eh, You do what you want. Yeah. You don't have to. No, I want to. Okay. I want to. There's new information to be had. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, sometimes I wish radio came with a visual component because you got like the most intense eyes when you were talking about (laughs) wanting to learn more. I'm just really expressive. I know. Um, I think we're in good company. Yeah. 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 I, I have a feeling that this episode will be really funny to our family, but I'm a little worried. Like other people will be like, these people are nuts. Like but that's all great. these inside jokes, but yeah. you know, whatever. All families have it. You know, here's the thing. When you think about doing stuff with family, families or the holidays, you're like, well, like what kind of fun experiences can we share? And I was like, there's a radio station I can take them to. And they yeah. all like music. This will be a really great bonding experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. So. Tori, you're up first for a little bit of interview, and then Alex, we're going to ping over to you, and then we'll jump into some of your jams as well. Sounds great. Um, so, uh, let's see. I'll also shout out to Tori picking a song that had the books in it, which is the band of the show's theme song. Well yeah, done. Like You get yeah. like extra credit. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're Gold welcome. star. Yeah. You're like kind of, <laughs> if there was like a winning the show right now, you're kind of in the lead. Whoa. I know. I feel really special. You are really special. <laughs> Sucker, Alex, you don't get to. <laughs> I mean, we haven't heard a song. Watch out. I haven't even gone in for anything yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And those tuning in, if you have any votes on who's like winning this episode, feel free to tweet at Long Lunch Breaker <laughs> at my handle at Danny Scoville and uh, let us know your thoughts because obviously this is a uh, community radio. Yeah, so it's not just it. the people on the radio, it's people listening to the radio. Um, Tori, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Oh, wow. I know. 
I like didn't prep you with these questions, no, so it's, it's like okay. totally okay if you need to like externally process I'll, with How us. about this? I'll, I don't know if it's my favorite. Maybe it's my most recent favorite. Okay. So there is a tradition where my, or our mother puts, uh, hides a pickle in the tree. <laughs> so good. And I don't know, is it a Polish I, tradition? No. It's, Apparently okay. it's common in the Midwest. I read this yes. recently in like a article unrelated to anything. Uh, it was kind of like a random Wikipedia rabbit hole, but I ended up there. Okay. So here's the thing. It's a Midwestern tradition that was created, but the marketing campaign behind it was that it's an old German tradition so that they could get people who had immigrated from Germany to the States to buy these pickle ornaments. I don't know. I heard I, somebody sent me this article a while ago when I was like, my family likes to play a game called Hide the Pickle, which, yeah. you know, ensued lots of laughter. Yeah, of course. Um, and so the reason why it's a recent favorite, because... Last year was the first year. The first year. Oh God! I here we go. Found the pickle. Usually I win this. Yeah, that's so. why it's my, it was. It was my favorite tradition, and then Tori won. And I feel like your year was the first year the presents actually got really good. Sorry, mom, but like you know, usually it's like a light up necklace or like Christmas earrings or whatever. And then what did you get? Because I feel like what you got was really cool. Can I cuss on the radio? Yes. Okay. It's um the i think it's called what the fuck game no it's called fuck it oh fuck it that's right that's right so yeah, it's a it was a really game. cool card game called fuck it i had gotten like a fucking like christmas sweater and like jingle ball earrings and tori got like a really cool card game where you get to cuss all the time yeah it's pretty great yeah it sucks <laughs> um but this is not necessarily a tradition anymore but it's a fond memory yeah uh I don't remember the Nutcracker song, but um, the one that's like, you know that one. My sister and I, when we were younger, would run around the house in circles and we were really hyper and the dog would chase us. It was fun. Yeah. And with the that part, we'd like jump. Yeah. Like wherever we were running in the house, we had to leap at that moment. Yes. You know, I'm surprised we never broke any bones while doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty, pretty, uh, pretty solid. Yeah, we're pretty talented. Yeah, we did a good job. We're dancers. Yeah. Bones. Um, and then last question for you, Tori. Yes. What is the best concert you've been to in the last, I mean, year, couple years, ever? Ooh. Yeah. Um, like a favorite show. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was fun to dance at. Maybe the performance was really good. Yeah, I'll do my favorite ever okay favorite ever bring it um so when i was 17 there was a really cheap festival in los angeles called sunset junction and um i don't think they were headlining i think they're right before the headliner but broken social scene uh played amazingly and every time i've seen them after that they're just the best performers ever um but specifically there's a song that it's called um it's all gonna break and they had us yelling uh, to them, and it just was the coolest experience, and everybody's energy was really high, and um, yeah, I would say that was my favorite show. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump into uh, Alex's set of jams. Alex, I'm wondering, would you want to introduce the first of these tracks, which is um, I Shot the Sheriff? Do you want to give us a little context why you chose I Shot the Sheriff by the (laughs) Whalers? Yeah, of course. So uh, I thought that the prompt was uh, 
like stuff that reminds you of family uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the holidays and things like that. It uh, used to be a focused prompt and then everyone took it in different directions, <laughs> yes. which is great. So I think you'll get different prompts from everyone today. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, but specifically, this song is one that my mom used to put on. She would put on like the whalers and do a bunch of chores around the house and stuff. Yeah. So I just have a lot of memories of growing up and just listening to this song super loud while my mom's run, running around the house doing this chore or that. Uh, they're actually kind of fond memories for me. So that's one that makes me think of my mom. Aw. So this next track goes out to Alex's mom <laughs> with I Shot the Sheriff. <laughs> One day the battle 
disappears Every time I think I found her Just what I found is unclear So onward through the murk and the uncertainty Sifting through the days patient and carefully Always to get to where she is Her hair is whipping Her mouth is smiling Her eyes are shining looking at me And I can see what she's seeing Yeah, yeah I can see what she's seeing Yeah, yeah I can see what she's seeing Tell me the way and I'll be there Give me a day to go forward Give me your hand and we'll go there Forward through the clover and the bergamot Shoreward to the gulls and to the guillemots Rising alone among the wind Her hair is whipping Whose mouth is laughing Her eyes are shining Looking at me and I can see what she's seeing Yeah, yeah I can see what she's seeing You are listening to The Long Lunch Break on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. I'm your host, DJ Socialize, and today I am joined in the studio by the entire, entire Socialize family. And, uh, and since, you know, six people in one tiny studio is, you know, a little much and there's not microphones for everybody, I'm going in pairs. So the pair that I'm currently interviewing live and on the air are uh my sister tori yo and her boyfriend slash my brother in common law alex <laughs> sure why not at this yeah, point you know yeah because like like technically like the law part i'm like that's like weird yeah. my brother but then it sounds like incest so i can't i just can't win we're very close we're no, <laughs> it's like family or yeah, something just, it's a yeah, family. Uh, <laughs> leave it to me to make it weird. All right. So uh, if you have questions for me or the fam, feel free to tweet at us at Long Lunch Break or at Danny Scoville. Feel free, if you know any of us, to text us, um, and we will make sure to get you on the air. Um, I want to read out one quick message. Um, earlier, I was talking about like who who's going to win this episode, and uh, uh, BFF DJ, friend of the program, DJ, who's also done Long Lunch Break, Lily Sloan says, family togetherness wins this episode, which, you know, is like, you can't top that answer. So yeah, the question has serious. been answered. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Alex, this is your first time. This is not your first time in the secret alley, but this is your first time on the air. 
True. Yeah. So uh, how's your experience been so far? Having like the, the headphones, the microphone on, like sitting in the chair. How's it going? How's it yeah, feel? it's good. Yeah. It's nice and cozy. It's warm in this little studio, which is nice because it's kind of cold and rainy today. Feels good. Yeah. All right. So do you want to walk us through the last three songs and why you selected these three songs? Yeah. So I think the, the first one I'd mentioned, it was something my mom used to put on all the time doing house chores and just makes me think of uh, like hanging out at home with my mom, just uh, kind of like a weekend afternoon type deal and the second song was one that i used to hear a lot with my dad so when i was a little kid my dad had got a new like a new little pickup truck a kind of a little two-seater yeah and there was a cassette deck in it and one of the ways i used to spend time with my dad when i was a kid is he would say hey let's go for a drive and we'd go drive out in the countryside uh, and listen to stuff on his cassette player and the the two things i remember most are an elvis tape and the beatles tape yeah and so the song we just had on was one that reminds me of going for like a nighttime drive out in the country with my dad yeah. and just chatting and listening to, to good music. So listening to A Hard Day's Night by the Beatles makes you think your dad. And then yeah, absolutely. I Shot the Sheriff by the Whalers makes you think of your mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then what was the third track and who does it make you think of? Yeah. So the last one was from the Dirty Projectors. And this one makes me think of Tori, actually. Uh, it's a song. There's like a there's a line in there talking about like a like frozen, empty world and stuff like this. Uh a while back now, I had moved to Washington, D.C. right after school. And Tori and I had uh, split up but still really cared for each other. Uh, and it was a pretty rough time, and we used to think of each other often. And when I heard that song in particular, I would think of Tori. Uh, and so I have a lot of bitter slash fond memories there when, Did you when hear we the- broken up. <laughs> Did you hear the family go, aw? I heard it from yeah. the distance, yeah. 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 yeah, so the family's listening in the secret alley, and they are they are giving their opinions. <laughs> um, well, and that track's called See What She's Seeing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as, as the older sister, as the protective older sister, it is also <laughs> wonderful to hear uh, her partner have such, like, a sweet song that makes him think of her. So that yeah. makes me very happy. Yeah. When, when he told me that song reminded him of me, I listened to it and I just started crying because I missed him so much when he was in DC. Yeah. He, you know, and he even said some sweet stuff to you last night and you started crying. Well, I wasn't fully <laughs> there yet. It was like a tearing up. Well, didn't let any go. He was like saying some affirmations. Your eyes got a little misty and red. Yeah, it's true. I call that crying. I mean, we got close. It was, it was <laughs> on the verge. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Tori, do you have any uh, shout outs you want to give at this point? I believe you got a text message before Um, we go into the next question. Yes, my close, close friend Nook said that she loved the podcast or the radio station. And she said, this is so good with a crying face, the crying, laughing face. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay, cool. Hi, Nook. Hey, Nook. (laughs) All right. So next question up for Alex. Uh, Do you have a favorite uh, holiday tradition? Um, there's one that we started doing fairly recently with my family and that's, uh, we sit around and make tamales together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, Tori and I have now set it up so that we trade holidays with our family. So that's really, I guess, a Christmas tradition. Uh, but now it's, uh, whenever we're home for the holidays tradition is sitting around and making tamales, which is actually a lot of fun. I do that with my mom and my aunt and, and they're my so sister. Tasty. Yeah. And the best part is you get to take home a big old bag of tamales after. Oh yeah. man. They're really hard to make though. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain though. It's a you have to like spread the masa on the corn husks and you tear them and it's super sticky and your hands get all messy. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Worth it for the giant bag of tamales to bring home. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. good. 
Um, and Alex, what has been the best concert you've been to recently? Was that Grizzly Bear we went to? We went to Grizzly Bear, Beach House. That one. Okay, Grizzly Bear. The the one we went to when they played for Cypresses. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that really, was really, really good. I forget show. the venue. Uh, I think... We came up here. Was it the Warfield? Yeah. Okay. It was the Warfield. I forget the venue, but that show was really, downtown. really good. It was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of it? I think my favorite part of most concerts, actually, is just watching the drummer. Because mm, <laughs> you're a drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that part's always really fun. I just kind of sit there and fixate on the drummer for most of it. And then, you know, enjoy the, the lights and everything else for a minute and then always come back to just watching the drummer. Yeah, totally. Part's, it's fun for me when I understand and I can think of, okay, he's doing that. I could do that. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and then I get a little frustrated when I get lost, but then I come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate that you look at the lights because I, I, like, at shows always try to notice the light design. Because, mm-hmm. like, good light design really enhances a show. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had done some really cool stuff in this last one. They had a... Uh, I don't know, it was almost like spiderwebby type stuff hanging in the background. Oh. Really cool stuff playing off of it. It was neat. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, question for you both since yes. uh, we got a little bit of a little, little couple action going on in here. <laughs> True. Um, so you two have been together almost nine years. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years, because you met when you were just like fetuses like you were just like babies yeah Um, high school pretty much (laughs) yep um so over the years have you as you gotten to like grow up together have you developed or see in the future developing some like holiday traditions as a as a unit yeah definitely yeah i think the first thing we realized is we want to spend the holidays together so we've set it up for ourselves where we switch off between our families on the major holidays right thanksgiving and christmas so now that we've got that, I'm pretty keen on keeping this pickle tradition alive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that game was really fun to me. I also feel like the reason why Tori won last year was because you were there for the first time, like, and that gave her, like, extra energy. I sponged to, like, into win. his energy. It we was support each other. It's really we annoying. Do. <laughs> we do support each other. And we, another tradition that, um, well, you partake in too, Danny, the Christmas poker. Yeah. I foresee Alex kicking our butts. Did he win last year? He did. Okay. Yeah, I won by a lot. Okay. I, I should I should, <laughs> I, I should note that Christmas poker does not involve any money because I would be broke. Right. Um, we uh, use different color M&Ms and each color M&M represents like a different like monetary value. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah Alex won all the M&Ms last year. This and he guy. foresees winning every year going forward. And honestly, like, I'm, I say that I'm never going to win. I'm definitely going to lose next year now that I've said this. Good. You've, like, officially <laughs> jinxed yourself. Official. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Official. <laughs> Official. All right, you two. Well, um, it's been so much fun having it's you in so here. It's been so much fun. Uh, um, so Mom and Kevin are going to come in next. What do you think I should ask them? Is there anything, like... You want to make sure we get them saying on the air. <laughs> Ooh, good Because I'm going to ask them basically the same questions I've asked you. But before they're in here or have any control over the matter, is there anything else I should consider? Hmm. Mm. Do you know anything? Do you have anything? Maybe you should ask them about some of the concerts that they had attended. Oh, yeah. I'm going to definitely do that. <laughs> they, they have uh, gone to quite a few shows. In fact, uh, I guess I should wait till they're in here shouldn't i before yeah. i talk about oh, how they celebrated sh- being empty nesters yeah you should um ask them. mom's peeping in the window like she a creeper is. yeah she's creepy. You're, it's not your time um, you're not allowed to come in yet <laughs> uh you should <laughs> you should ask them about one of their favorite memories together i know that's like oh. several lots of years yeah. lots of years they've of, been married for 20 years well, 
just ask them. Yeah, see what they have to say. All right. See if they share the same favorite. Yeah, I may I may end up stealing you at some point, making you interview them too. That's fine. Yeah, you'd be. I could be a hype man yeah. in the background. You just like <laughs> hyping them up. Get it. Just like shake them a little bit. Shake it. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> like not too hard because no, you know just they're a light shaking. Like they're getting light. older. You don't want to like hurt them. <laughs> I'm going to be in so much trouble when they get in here. It's going to be great. I know. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start off their set of tracks while we uh, switch out the, the family members. This is Mom and Kevin's shared favorite song. And when I told uh, station manager owner Queen Cosmic Amanda that this was their favorite song, she made prayer hands. And so um, I feel like there are going to be multiple BFF.FM DJs who really appreciate hearing this track. This is Deacon Blues by Steely Dan.
you are listening to The Long Lunch Break on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. I'm your host, DJ Socialize, and today I am joined in the studio by the entire Socialize family. And, uh... uh, uh, Yeah, Kevin's over here playing with the microphone. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, so... It dangles in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that is my stepfather, Kevin. He's got a dreamy radio voice and a great sense of humor. If you lived in the Bay Area, I'd probably try to convince him to have a show on here. Um, so... Uh, we just heard Deacon Blues by Steely Dan, and I decided to play just that song because it's about seven minutes. And I know a lot of DJs at the station love that song. I know there's like a deep love for Steely Dan here. Um, I actually, the first time I recall hearing this song was um, DJ Beatrix Gravesguard uh, sang this song at a karaoke party I was at. Um but you were both talking about how the song is really important to the both of you. So I'm wondering if you wanted to share a little bit about that. Well, um, early on in our relationship. Can you uh, get a little bit closer to the microphone or get it closer to you? Get it closer to me. There you go. Early oh. on in our, <laughs> early oh. on in our relationship, I sang along to this song, uh, with, uh, with your mom. And, uh, was this at a karaoke party? No, no this was just at home. Oh. At his in, apartment in uh, Playa, in Playa oh. he sang the song, but he was singing it to me. Oh, is that is that how you seduce Kevin? Is that how you got mom? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Aww. Oh. Don't think, give the people what that, they want to know. No, that that bit was already done. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's so embarrassed now. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but so are you. <laughs> Not really, (laughs) but it's pretty great. It makes me really happy. Um, So it was just a very special and wonderful time, and it was in the in the beginning of our our relationship, and uh, you know it was really it it's something that uh, sticks with us since. Yeah, yes, and we've seen Steely Dan in concert, and uh, I just was wondering, Kevin, if you could say what you had said as we were sitting out there about this song and what the song means. And Well, this song is about abandoning all of your fears and going ahead and doing what it is that you love to and want to do. Yeah. Aw. It's really cool. Yeah. That is a really sweet song. That's yeah. a sweet meaning, too. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. that's our song. Yeah. And you two were, and I wasn't anticipating asking this question, <laughs> and I didn't warn you I was going to ask this question, so you can always opt out. But, um... You two were set up, like you met hmm. kind of blind date-ish, mm-hmm. and you emailed for a while before you met in person. Well, there's a little bit before that. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, my friend Karen. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Schwartz. I don't know if she's listening. Okay. Um, my friend Karen and Kevin's brother Keith, they have children of the same age that were at a daycare. Right. And I don't know how it came about, but... Karen said, you know, we have this friend, and Keith says, well, I have a brother. So the two of them conspired, and Karen asked, do you want to go on a blind date? And I was like, oh, okay. So I gave, this is going to be a little, this is going to be long. This is the Um, same story. This is the same story. So um, Keith had my phone number. He gave it to Kevin, and about three weeks went by. 
and I don't get a call from Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's playing the long game. Yeah. <laughs> so I said to Karen, you know, what the fuck? And she, <laughs> and she said to Keith, and then Keith called me, and he said, well, my brother's shy, so if you want, you should call him, and here's his phone number. I was like, oh, great. So I called, but I purposely waited until 9 o'clock at night, because this was a work number. Yeah. And so I waited until 9 o'clock at night when I knew he wasn't going to be there. Yeah, so you could leave a voicemail? Yeah. yeah. So I called, and the, um, the voicemail was Joe L.A. Hi, this is Kevin Hunt. Please leave your information. I'm like, oh my this God, is this my is Joe e- L.A. This is my work email, <laughs> work voice mail. Context, I grew up in Southern California, so L.A. was not quite as far. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. He did call. He had, we were, you know, embarrassed by the, oh my gosh, we're talking and what do we do? Well, I don't know. Should we or shouldn't we? And so then we emailed. Got it. Okay. So there was like phone calls first and there were email. Yeah. And then over those emails, y'all talked about music because I remember that was a big plus. That was something you were excited about with him is that you had similar music taste. Well, and that that was one of the one of the major things. She wasn't into things that I didn't like and <laughs> like country. So you, you two were like the original hipster couple and where you're like, do you like the same music I do? Yeah, and you hate the things, hate the same things I do. Perfect. We, yeah. we, we found we had very common interests and very common, uh, very common worldview. And it, it just made a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was very important um, for me to have someone that had, that had shared the same musical styles and interests and, yeah. um, Gosh, there were other things too, like um, political yeah. beliefs. Sure, and, but this is like a music yeah. radio show, so oh, I'm like, let's talk about the music parts. Absolutely, yeah. we're um, both thrilled that we like the same music. Yeah, and you two just recently celebrated a 20th wedding anniversary. Yep. We did. Congratulations! Thank October you. 10th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the 17th. Yeah. I have <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so, um, <laughs> yes, Octo- he says that all the time, that our anniversary is on October 10th, just to get me to do... Yeah, you just want to elbow him? Yeah. She yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> um, and then, I want before we jump into the next set of tracks, um, I wanted to ask you both... So uh, when Tori, my youngest and the final of the siblings, graduated high school and moved out of the house, you two celebrated being empty nesters in a very unique way. And I'm wondering if very briefly you could go into how you celebrated being empty nesters. You went to a music festival oh. that... <laughs> I was going to say, well, we didn't just stop wearing clothes. <laughs> nice. Oh, we went to Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Coachella with another couple about about our age mm-hmm. and you want to go yeah sure let's go and so we and how was it being at Coachella were you the did you feel like you were the oldest people oh, there we skewed old yeah. yeah we were definitely on the older end of the demographic and yeah it was lots of it was a, sh- a swarm of political not political um it congestion was a it was a swarm of drunk and stone children. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, my children are gone. Let's go surround ourselves by even more children doing things yeah, that we that would did, not approve of. That we, didn't occur to us. <laughs> we stepped over lots of kids. Yes, we did. Oh, man. That was a blast. <laughs> you're like, I'm not responsible for these ones. Yeah. <laughs> no. And my other ones are off, you know, going to college and being adults. So we get to go enjoy music. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Glad we did it. Won't do it again. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. 
it's always fun to like go to a music festival and then you're like, that was nice. I don't have to do it again, though. I'm going to just like check it off on the old list. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump into uh, Starman by David Bowie. Do either of you want to give this like a quick introduction? Um, David Bowie is my jam. I mean, I've I've loved David Bowie with a capital L since since high school. I had the pinups poster in my bedroom and I thought he was fascinating and sexy and talented. And two years later, I still got choked up. Yeah. After he died. So this, you know, this music is um, a part of my own youth. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we're going to listen to Starman by David Bowie. Enjoy. Didn't know what time it was, the lights were low, oh, oh, I leaned back on my radio, oh, oh, some cat was laying down some rock and roll, not a soul is Then the loud sound, it seemed to fight, came back like a slow voice on a wave of
the throne The useless seed the sown When they say they're cutting off the phone They tell them you're not home No place to hide You're fighting as a soldier on their side You're still a soldier in your mind Still nothing's on the line Say it's money that we need As if we're only mouths to feed I know no matter what you say There's some debts you'll never pay Working for the church while your family dies You take what they give you and you keep it inside Every spark of friendship and love will die without a home Hear the soldier groan, regret it alone
best frequencies forever. I'm your host, DJ Socialize, and today I'm joining the studio by the entire Socialize family. And we've been playing songs that make us think of our different family members, songs that make us think of the holidays, songs that are just our favorite songs. And um, it's fun because I get to interview my family about music and memories and it's fun because I think one of the things that our entire family can bond about is music I think like of all the things that um all six of us have in common um is is music and is going to shows and um I know that you know my boyfriend and and I are only a year in but the way we started dating was going to shows together so it's fun to kind of pick out the common theme for the entire family as we're together for the holiday and uh, talk about the thing we have in common and talk about what we love about it and what inspires us and what makes us feel alive. So this is kind of my jam, like selfishly, like I'm just, I'm loving it. So um, uh, mom and Kevin, we just played Intervention by Arcade Fire, and I'm wondering if you want to give us a little context for why you selected that song. Well, you had introduced, well, us and me to Arcade Fire when you brought home a DVD, mm-hmm. and we sat in front of the television and, and watched the DVD, and it was Neon Bible. Yeah. Uh, and then some years later, we went to the uh, the amphitheater in Berkeley. Yeah, the Greek in Berkeley. The Greek in Berkeley to watch Arcade Fire, and uh, and in one of their, it was one of the um, the encore perform encores that they did where they played Intervention. And I remember when the the first organ chords swelled out, I was just I was pretty much elated. Yeah, because it's one of my favorite songs. Oh, totally. And it was special because it was with you guys, mm. and you know we were. We were all up there together watching something that uh, we all really loved. Totally. I think that was a blast. It was so fun. I think we went about nine years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was super fun to like, y'all came to San Francisco and we took you on BART and we went to the Greek and we, I think the first track came on and I'm not sure if you bopped up, Kevin, but mom and Tori and I all stood up and immediately started dancing. (laughs) Yes, we did. Yes, we all did. And everyone had their very specific dance motion. Like mom's was very kind of like what I imagine like a 1960s, 1970, like little flower child, like swaying arms, arms. flailings. And then Tori's was like very hip. And I can only assume I looked like a giant dork, but it kind of felt. That's why I don't dance. I just dance in my head. (laughs) He sways. He he sways very subtly. Yes. He's a swayer. Um, Yeah. No, definitely. It's fun to. um, It's fun to be able to. I think one of the traditions we have in our family is. You know, we all kind of introduce each other to what music we've been listening to for the past year and what we like and get each other music for on vinyl and CDs and all that. Um, I wanted to share a memory because I think mom would find this really funny. I remember uh, for a really long time, mom has always had really great music taste. So that is the caveat is like mom's always had very good music taste. I've not always appreciated my mother's music taste. Nope. Um, and (laughs) yeah, uh, and I remember at some point all my friends got into the music that you were into and we were clearing out the garage and I found all your vinyls and I was like, oh my God, you have like the who on vinyl and being like, mom, your music taste is like really cool. And this must've been like my senior year and you were just like, oh my God, fucking finally. (laughs) (laughs) And that, that, that memory came to mind and I thought you would have, you would appreciate that. 
The I, Beatles used to be your enemy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I did not like them. Ew, ew, ew. Yeah, every time I would play Ow. a song, Andrew Bird can sing, you were like, shut it off, shut it off. Yeah, you did not like the Beatles. Yeah, no, I didn't. Well, and I think it was, you know, that like child individuation of like, yeah. well, your things that you like, I cannot like because you were my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was a funny moment because I remember being kind of sheepish after that, being like, oh, shit. <laughs> they were um, right. They were. That's always annoying when you remember, you realize your parents are right at some point. You're like, damn it. It happens. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so question for both of you. Uh, briefly, what's your favorite uh, holiday tradition we've got? We've already talked about hide the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not what you think. Um, I would I would say um, decorating the tree. This is when you were living at home. Decorating the tree. You were talking about the nutcracker. Yeah. Playing the nutcracker suite and, and dancing around and decorating the tree, I think, would be a big thing. I really liked um, that we've kind of created this game theme with playing poker. So kind of, you know, just going along with what you were saying before. Yeah. Um, opening presents you know you guys would get tons of presents and building forts the morning of Christmas before opening presents you know opening your gifts yeah and Easter time yeah hiding the uh, hiding the eggs and I'd have to have my palm pilot or something (laughs) palm pilot yeah well yeah because back in the day back in the day when you were young so to write everything down so uh when you (laughs) You, guys missed one so there wouldn't be a rotten egg somewhere in the house (laughs) one year i didn't do that and i couldn't find one for a long time we we found it in thanksgiving time oh Oh, that's where it went was it one of the actual hard-boiled eggs or was one of the plastic ones ones, but still yeah it's the idea yeah no totally um, and then best concert you've been to either recently or all fall time. Oh I know you both God. talked about Arcade Fire. I'm wondering if, so one of the things I love about my parents and I'm also jealous of is they go to a lot of shows um, and they go to a lot of really cool shows. Well, um, I mean, we, and we've, we we've all s- seen St. Vincent this year. Yes, yeah. we have. And we yeah. went and saw Black Keys twice. Yeah. We, I, we, we took Lisa to Chicago for her birthday yeah. to see the Black Keys and then uh, only a few months later, saw it at the Honda Center down in Anaheim in, yeah. a, in, in one of the boxes, and that was wonderful. And Muse was amazing, and Florence and the Machine was a was a great. I mean, yeah. we, we don't go to shows that we're not going to like. Absolutely, yeah. you're not going to spend money on a concert that you're going to. Eh. No. Um, my favorite concert of all time was I was 19 years old and saw Pink Floyd's Animals tour mm-hmm. at Soldiers Field. Yeah, that's probably like the best of all time muse like kevin said that was an incredible show when you were at the pink floyd show at 19 were you mm-hmm. like this is the best show i'm ever gonna see like this is did you know in the moment that like you would look back now at x age you're Probably. at and yeah. i think my you know my thought i was a little intoxicated at the time oh my um, god what <laughs> Um, really? But but my th- my thought was I don't know if I'm going to see anything better than this. Yeah, this is incredible. Right, and th- this is why our music tastes are the same in in the same because I saw The Wall in 1980. Yeah, Pink Floyd's The Wall, and it was pretty much the the best thing that had ever been. It was you know it was an amazing show, and so. That's why we love one another. <laughs> I love all the things you love. Yeah. 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 And um, we've been to some great concerts together. Um, 
Dave Matthews. I don't know how you feel about Dave Matthews now. I mean, they're a great jam, they're a great jam band, which kind of ties into the similarities of Grateful Dead. I've seen them three times. How many times have you seen Grateful Dead? I can't count. <laughs> you were a deadhead, Kevin. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> you were a deadhead. You saw them like what eight or nine times? Oh, you know? more than that. Yeah, you followed them around one summer, didn't you? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah, not yeah. exactly, but you know UCLA and Ventura and Long Beach, and then UCLA and Ventura. And, you know. Yeah, you had the radius, yeah, the, the SoCal radius yeah. of Grateful Dead shows. Awesome, <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah, no, I just think it's really funny watching your reaction now. You're like, well, I'm not like an authentic deadhead, like you know, because there were like people who would like travel around all summer, and like I can't claim the title. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get but that. I saw them a lot. <laughs> you saw them more than I did. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't remember this, but did you, because I was 12, did you have a wedding song or like a song that, I don't know if there was music involved in the wedding no. or any mm-hmm. dancing or anything like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. No wedding song. It if would, if it, there had been a wedding song, would it have been the Steely Dan song? Probably, yeah. Deacon probably. Blues? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you sent me the the you know initial draft of songs that you were like here are the songs we're thinking about like feel free to pick out whichever one you want but then you put like asterisks next to the steely dan song and you're like this is our favorite song this one must be played <laughs> and i was like okay as long as we can cut that incubus song i'm good <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> we'll talk about that off the air yeah, okay. no, nothing by creed either oh god <laughs> mom's reaction was the best right then it's like what so now we know if we want to troll mom you put Creed on. We just with the arms wide open under the sunlight. All right, so we're gonna um, transition here to playing your last track, and then I'm gonna drag my sweet Aaron in. Hopefully, he's eaten his burrito, so he is ready to go. Um, and the last track that y'all picked was "Fitz Pleasure" by Alt J. Do you want to give us a little introduction to why you selected that jam? Absolutely brilliant show at the uh, at the Greek. Yeah. That the I, L.A. Greek? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. At the Greek in LA. At the L.A. Greek. Um, We've got one up here, I know too, there Kevin. Are, there are all sorts of Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that the first time, and this has to do with Christmas, Yeah. you played this particular song at Christmas, and that was a lovely memory because not only did you sing the song and you did a little dance <laughs> while you were singing the song. <laughs> I should, yeah, it's, uh, there's usually dancing involved. There's yes. usually dancing involved. It's like, yeah, this is a really great song. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. I, I'm really excited that I've been that I've gotten to uh, also be a musical influence on you both because mm-hmm. you've obviously been a musical influence on me. Even if I was kicking and screaming at first, I deeply spiritually resonate with David Bowie like you do, Mom. So, yep, uh, it's in the blood. Yay. All right, so now we're gonna hear "Fitz Pleasure" by Alt J. <laughs> In your night is pleasure, boom, she pleasure. Deep greeting, Google, in a book. 
next. break on bff.fm <laughs> best frequencies forever i'm your host dj socialize and uh, today i've been joined in this in the studio by family and uh now i'm joined in the studio by my uh, main squeeze aaron hey babe what's up how's it going it's okay yeah how yeah. is how is listening to the show so far in the secret alley you know i think things were great until uh until that part that involved a creed reference oh yeah how'd yeah. you how'd you feel about that i feel like there's like a maybe we need to do like a cleanse mm, what kind of cleanse do you want i don't know there's no himalayan salt lamps around here i know right? so we don't have like we could do we could like drink a bunch of lemon pepper like do you think that would help cleanse the creed not quickly enough yeah not quickly enough for your taste i know it was really funny you walked into the studio and you're like i'm deeply distressed and at first i was like wait what's going on are you okay and you're like by the reference of creed yeah yeah it's too soon it's too soon it's just uh too soon from what i don't know what it's if, just what too if, soon in general it's just too soon for any creed reference <laughs> All right. All right, sweetheart. Whatever you say. Um, so we're going to play your songs in a little bit, but I thought I'd maybe <clears throat> ask you a couple of questions first. Mm-hmm. You look like a scared animal. <laughs> You're just going to be quiet and make me uncomfortable, aren't yep. you? Oh, I hate you yeah. so much. It's, cla- it's a uh, classic interviewing technique. Oh, yes. Are you like doing a power move right now? Yeah. It's yeah. like you, you don't reply and you just let them fill the vacuum. <laughs> Which is like such a dick move to do on the radio show. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. So tell me. <laughs> you're so pleased with yourself. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your favorite uh, holiday tradition. Um, let's see. I think the one that I'm missing this year. So I have a grandmother uh, who is 95, 96. And every year we take her to um, a Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. And she's she lives alone she's blind Mm -hmm. she is mostly deaf at this point 
Um, and this is Grammy, right? This is Grammy. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, I hope to be that insistence on independence at that point in my life. Oh, you will be. I probably will. It'll be, I'll be insufferable, You'll just kind of like her. Uh, but uh, so we take her to this, and every year it's just slightly more complicated because she can't hear anything. And then you have that, you know, they provide the over the ear thing for people who are hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. And she can't hear that either. And then it feeds back inevitably. And then she shouts at me in the middle of the quietest part. Yeah. And and meanwhile, we're in this like, you know, somber Lutheran cathedral thing. Yeah. And uh, I love just how disruptive it is. Yeah. And also like it's it's still so well intentioned. <laughs> um, like she wants. So, to be- so I like that. I'm going to miss it this year. Yeah. But I But I like that. I like that your holiday tradition includes music in a ve- in a different context than maybe you and I typically experience music. Yeah, no, I grew up. Uh, I, we were talking about this the other day. Like, I grew up listening to um, the Messiah. Yeah, around Handel's this time of year. Messiah. Yeah, uh, which is a crazy piece of music. Yeah, uh, one of my earliest concert memories was going and seeing it in Philly. Yeah, uh, which was a really long concert for like an eleven year old. It's like three hours if you're lucky. It's a long concert for my thirty three year old self. And you were talking about going this year, and I was yeah. like, four hours. It's long. It's a long show. But it's a it's a work of you know singular genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty magical. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know a Tom York album or something. But. But not, but no. like four hours. Would you go to a four-hour Tom York concert? Oh yeah, like every day. Oh my god, I could. I don't think I could go to four hours of anybody. Like I don't know. I just maybe if we were seated and like there was food served or something. I just don't know sure. if I could do it. Yeah, a massage tent. <laughs> like massage chairs with like food brought to you yeah. and then you'd listen to Tom York for four hours and there was like lots of bathrooms mm-hmm. maybe I'd be okay maybe with a it. therapist to talk to afterwards yeah just like that was a lot of feelings yeah Tom had a lot of feelings uh, I have for, a lot of feelings for four hours now Aaron's got a lot of feelings what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> um all right and then what is the best concert you've been to either ever or recently I don't like the ever question okay recently. because I don't think it's easy so we had two big memorable concerts this year. One was uh, um, David Byrne. Yeah, which David was, Byrne at uh, Bill Graham. Yeah, which was pretty amazing. Yes. But I'm going to say that the Young Fathers concert the other day at the Independent was the best show I've been to in a very long time. And I have listened to Young Fathers, and I know that Young Fathers is up in the playlist later for yes, your I, songs. I selected a Young Fathers song. And you introduced me to them. And I thought they were interesting, but I didn't, I guess I didn't quite get it. Yeah. And it felt, it's just sort of hard. It's, it's edgy, but not in a way that makes it like, I don't, I don't feel like the recordings make it, make it obvious why it's so amazing. Yeah. Until you go and see them. And it, it was just a mind blowing show. I mean, I think the independence just one of my favorite venues ever because it's not super big right. and sound quality is always really good. Uh, and their booking is just awesome. And this was one of those perfect independent shows where this is a band that's probably the last time they'll be able to play at a venue that scale in San Francisco. Totally. Uh, it was perfectly executed. It was performance art that sounded great. Yeah. Um, and it made me uh, really appreciate the recording in a way that I don't think it made... Like, now when I listen to it, I sort of see them and see how they were interacting. Oh, absolutely. And that's what makes the recording so much better. And I don't know how they... It feels to me like there's a gap between their live show and the recording. Yeah. And I don't know how they bridge that, but 
it was the best show I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, uh, yeah, we were talking earlier about like the importance of light design. There was some like really incredible light design that silhouetted them. And then the opener Algiers, which I also have um, for one of my songs, uh, was like a perfect opener. Like they were so good that I kind of assumed young fathers would pale in comparison to Algiers. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, shit, like, I guess like we just saw the best band of the night. And then young fathers came on and just like melted our faces off. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was a very packed show. We bought these tickets in July because uh, the first show ended up selling out in July for a November show. And so we're like, well, we better jump on the second night tickets now. And um, and it was a very it was packed. There was tons of people. And so like we were kind of crammed together. So I was standing in front of Aaron. He was standing behind me and I'd periodically just turn around and he'd mouth. Wow. And uh, uh, you don't always clap at shows. Yeah. Like bands really have to earn your claps. Mm hmm. And I think uh, the last one I clapped at was Andrew W.K. at The Independent. Oh, well, but you clapped at the show. That was another great concert, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Andrew W.K. I wasn't at that one yeah. with you. That was that was a top something yeah. concert. Yeah. I feel like it was like one of those ones that you had gotten tickets like forever in advance. And it was when you and I were in our platonic dating phase where we went to a bunch of shows, but like neither of us were like admitting anything else. Yeah. You should have come to that one, though. I know you should have invited me. Probably true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been fun to kind of hold this common thread amongst everyone here today that like music is a thing that brings us all together and it was certainly something that brought you and i together yeah <laughs> yes still, it doing, was. still doing your power move i'm doing my power move okay all right so i'm gonna play one of your tracks now and uh do you want to give a little introduction it's called long way around the sea by low sure i don't like christmas music uh i don't like mariah carey christmas music I don't like cheerful Christmas music. I don't like Christmas music. Uh, it just feels like it's sort of celebrate. Like if there's something worth worth uh, thinking about in Christmas, the, if there's something that's meaningful that's not taken over by consumer culture, it's it has nothing to do with the music that we play. I think that's part of the reason that I like the Messiah because it's just so unpalatable in some regard. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love low in general and i think their christmas album from 2009 is pretty awesome uh and this song is just so moody uh that it it just feels like you babe yeah it feels to me like uh what i you know like the best parts of like christmas like that quiet and somber and whatever sort of contemplative thing as opposed to like all i want for christmas or whatever yeah um, no i get that you oh yeah or something yeah. yeah maybe some socks maybe some socks uh so this is going to be long way around the sea by low off their album christmas
for us a humble birth the son of god descends to earth take the
You are listening to The Long Lunch Break on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. I'm your host, DJ Socialize, and I've been having the whole family in the studio talking music, talking holiday traditions, talking about favorite shows we've been to, and uh, yeah, it's been a good time. And if you have any thoughts or things you want to shoot at us for the next, uh, not even 15 minutes, uh, tweet at us at Danny Scoville or at Long Lunch Break. And uh, yeah, so that last track we heard was She by the artist Goon. And uh, that was a track that my boyfriend Aaron picked out. Uh, so Aaron, you want to give us a little context for why you selected that track? I think if if that track were four hours long and a concert. Oh my God. I think I would listen to it. Yeah, just the whole... Yeah, it just that end groove is just so good. It is so good. And the rest of the album is pretty great too. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something... It's like a little bit lo-fi, but it's smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, little that... jam bandy, but not jam bandy. Would it be a track you'd put on uh, when you're home in Pennsylvania for the holidays? Maybe. Would you play it for your family? Maybe. Yeah. That end part. Yeah. Yeah. Just let's listen to like this last 20 seconds yeah. on repeat. Just put it on repeat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask you about, but um, we're, we're coming up on a uh, being together for a year. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. December 12th. Uh, we were at a Julian Baker concert. Yeah. Just this like little, uh, emo christian lesbian woman singing her feels out like 22 years old and it's like a better dashboard confessional yeah show a much better dashboard confessional and then there's like this pair of 30 year olds just making out yeah at the show yeah yeah (laughs) you're still doing your silent thing you're being filling the gaps yeah you're being coy yeah if uh if this radio broadcast came with little video you would see aaron with his legs and arms crossed giving me like a very small, mischievous smile, go, being very taunty with his face. Fine. I don't think, I, I, I don't think a Julian Baker show is a traditional making out kind of concert. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, we may have been the only people there. Kissing. Yeah. It may have been the one time it happened during her entire tour. I know. I wonder if we should like tweet at her and like let her know and just see if like that's like a common occurrence at yeah. her shows or if we were being really weird. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. I feel like crying is like a more normal emotional response. <laughs> it's like dealing with your deep inner turmoil. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of romantic with those songs. No. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, this song. Yeah, yeah, like get over here, you. Yeah, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> Although if she covered that, I would totally. I mean. That could be in my four-hour concert. I would love to hear her cover Sexual Healing. Sure. Yeah. Ironic Julian Baker covers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We really need to write her a strongly worded email about this. Yeah. Like, Julian, we've got you. Mm -hmm. We know exactly what we want you to do for your next album. Forget all that boy genius. Yeah. Just just get a drummer. That's all I want. Oh, my God. She needs a drummer. Yeah. She needs a drummer. But but then a drummer kind of wrecked Dashboard Confessional. So, Um, yeah. I mean, we'll find out. She may go the way of the Dashboard Confessional, though. Yeah. I mean, well, Boy Genius has some... Some full instrumentation on it, I think. Do they have drums? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've not listened as closely to that album as you have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are getting near the end of our program. And, you know, I picked out some songs. Are they any good? I think so. Why'd you pick them? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. So um, one of the traditions that's kind of been mentioned 
on this show with my uh, with my family is when I go home for the holidays, we tend to have a time to introduce music to each other. And uh, so I picked out songs that I would bring home for the holidays to introduce my family to. So those songs will be home for Christmas. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know how to respond to that. It's I know. So bad. It's dangerous. Okay. Um, so the tracks are we've already mentioned two of these artists. It'll be "Border Girl" by Young Fathers, "The Underside of Power" by Algiers, and if we have time, I really want to put on uh, "Fat Duck" by Rose Droll, who's actually been played a lot on BFF.fm. Um, she's super talented, and she has a show coming up December. I think. 13th, maybe 13th or 14th, uh, that BFF is helping put on. So if you go to the BFF um, Facebook page and look at their events, there's a show that says Rose Droll in it, and it's at the Independent. You're in my favorite venue, mm-hmm. so we'll probably be at that. Um, and she's super talented, but it's really funny because I it's weird when you like know somebody. Like she was like a friend of a friend. And then you're like, oh, this like person I see at parties is like incredibly talented, and I had no idea. Um well, it's hard to get a T-shirt that says "I am incredibly talented." Oh, well, that's that a, you want to wear. So, I in mean, social it, settings, I think I have your new Christmas present in mind now. That Thank would you really so be affirming. <laughs> I think. I know you are like words of affirmation as uh-huh. your love language, oh, yeah. and so I'm just going to get yeah. it printed on a TV and handed to you, a TV, a T-shirt and handed to you. No. I mean, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. What size are you? Like a medium? Medium. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna launch into some of those tracks, and uh, yeah. Um. Actually, I'm going to do my little like wind down bit because in a couple minutes, DJ Space Abuela will be coming by and I want to make sure we have enough time to do a handover. So, um, you know, obviously we didn't do a fresh air interlude uh, this week, partially because um, many of us have today off of work. So and it's raining and where are you going to go? And it's raining. But, you know, we have, uh, you know, for the first time in two weeks, clean air. So I hope that you're able to maybe open the windows a crack, let in that fresh air, hear the rain. Um, uh, be sending money to the places that just experience the fires because they might be experiencing flooding and mudslides. Uh, and let's just go out on some tracks. You've been listening to Long Lunch Break on BFF.fm. Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, so head on over to BFF.fm slash donate. Um, it's been so great spending this lunch break with you all. I uh, love you so much. Uh, next week, uh, the host will be Samo of Subdwellers on Sunday evenings. Uh, Samo will be coming in and doing long lunch break next Friday, noon to two. So make sure to tune in then and listen, you know, stay on for the next six minutes. Cause I got a couple songs I want you to hear and then stick around after that for Abuela's Pantry music as sweet as candy with DJ Space Abuela coming up, le- ha, coming up next. In the meantime, here's to fresh air. Long lunch breaks, and honestly, my favorite artist of this year, Young Fathers. Here it is, Border Girl.
love the way she been sleeping Should've treated in my past, in my future Girl, a report, I don't wanna confuse ya Because 